Hey, what's up, voice community? You're listening to BizTalk, a section of on-the-go voice that's focused on anything around businesses. And this is a subsection called Rise, interviewing featured and selected entrepreneurs currently on-the-go experiencing and being in the trenches to share their stories of what it's like being an entrepreneur today. And for September's issue, we interview one out of two of the painting company Assist Painting located in Ventura County, Avad Gomez, to share his experiences of building the company alongside with his brother Elvis. Hear his voice in this episode. Hey, welcome voice community. This is Charles. For September's issue, I decided to pick an entrepreneur who I've been connected with recently online. I've never met in person until now. He runs a painting company and doesn't run it by himself. He runs it with his partner, his brother also. So with that being said, I'd like to formally introduce you guys to Abad Gomez. Yes, sir. And uh, how are you today, bro? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, man. It's going to be a great experience. Yeah, I'm glad to have you on here. This is his first podcast, so I get to dive a little bit about you. So uh, for anybody listening, for the audience, let's get a little background about you. Just uh, mention who you are, what you do ultimately, and uh, what you're about. For sure. I was born and raised here in Oxnard. Um, Went to Haycox Elementary School. Mm -hmm. My first two years, though, after I was born, I was sent to Mexico where my family is from, Oaxaca, Mexico. At that time, my dad was an agente municipal. So anybody that, you know, that knows anything about, like, pretty much culture in Mexico, Mm -hmm. basically in in little towns like that, they pick a a person in the community to run the the community. Okay. And at that time, that was his year. So he was basically the president of the the community. My first two years over there, though, you know, I had um, altercations. I was about to die, so I was a little Mm -hmm. kid. I, I got a huge flu. And at that time, it's an interesting story. There's no doctors. And the closest place to get to the doctors is like about three hours away. So you go to a wise man or you go to like the oldest lady there and you ask him like, you know, take a look at my baby. Mm -hmm. So take in mind, I'm the second kid. So my mom was, you know, panicking. I was barely born and going from the United States to a different, you know, total different country. So what happens, the wise man, they tell him, you know what, your, your son's going to die. Mm. He's, he's done. And um, she panics out. You know, at the end, they take me to the hospital. I'm fine. I'm 26 now, and, you know, I'm, uh, I'm alive. <laughs> what, what, what were you sick of in the beginning? Uh, and, and to be honest with you, she just told me that I wasn't taking any food. Mm. Yeah, she, I was getting breastfed. So oh, she, okay. I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't eating. I was throwing up. And when you're, like, two, three months, you know, a mom's instinct is they start panicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad that you're here because yeah. <laughs> uh, we get to feature you on to hear your story and your, I would say at this time being success. I'm sure you have more many milestones. Yeah. But for the time being, you're obviously selected for a reason. So let's talk a little bit about your business. What is your business about and who does it serve? For sure. Um, my business is a painting company. We are a professional painting. We do professional painting services. We do residential, commercial, and industrial painting. Okay. We serve the Ventura County, LA County, and Santa Barbara County. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, Charles, we serve anybody that needs our services. And when I say that, I've been to San Diego, I've been to Arizona, and we just signed a contract to uh, do a home in Coachella Valley. Mm-hmm. And in 2021, we signed another contract to work in Wyoming 
for three mm. months. Okay. So, you know, we tried to get everywhere. Mm. You know, how we started, basically, it was me and my brother. And, you know, we try to service anybody that needs us. I think the misconception when they see my, my Instagram page, they think I just serve, like, basically the wealthy. Mm. And a lot of people don't want to communicate with me because it's like, oh, he's going to be too expensive. Mm. So I serve, you know, a- anybody. Basically, if they, you need to get a, a, a door painted, a room painted, anything, I'm here. And that's why, you know, I, I took the opportunity and I want to say thank you for having me. Of course, my pleasure. Because I want to get known more for that as well. Mm. Okay, well, I'm glad that we have the platform to get you started with that, you know, and thanks for sharing that. Now, you know, we have a little bit of background, and one of the things that caught my interest when we were messaging is not just your mindset when you would talk about business or just sharing values when it comes to that. You're not someone who just, like, comes off very ignorantly when we have different values, which, by the way, is something I respect for anybody who I uh, communicate with, you know. But one of the things you also mentioned was that you guys are breaking a little over six figures a year, right, would you mention? yes. Yeah. You, you and, what's your brother's name, by the way? Just Elvis. So Elvis. Elvis. Cool, cool. So, right. like, like how, how is that looking like for a, a, a painting company to break over six figures at your age? Um, in the beginning, I could tell you, it's, it's a big story. Yeah, you let's know, actually start, start with the background. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, like I said, I was born and raised here in Oxford. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Haycox Elementary School. I went to Black Sox. I graduated from Winnie High School. I did a little bit of college. But, you know, school wasn't for me. Mm. I was more like, you know, I was behind the girls, man. Right, that, right. That's why after high school, during high school, I had a kid, my son, Julian. And then after that, I had my daughter, Alicia Gomez. Mm. So reality hit me pretty quick. You know, I had to get to work. When did you, when did you have your baby? 18. I was 18 oh, when I 18? had my first okay. kid. And then I was 19 when I, was had, when I had my second kid. Mm. So when everybody was thinking about, you know, going to school right, right, right. and all this stuff, I was just thinking about getting to work. Mm-hmm. You know, but school wasn't really on my mind. Basically, for me, it was like, how am I going to do it? Mm-hmm. How am I going to make money mm. for not just, you know, to provide for my kids? But at that time, you know, I had I had it, it there from two different moms. So anybody that's a parent understands, you know, I had child support or going through court. Mm. And at that time, you know, you don't have a career. You don't have a good job. You know, I was working at Pollo Loco. I was working at restaurants. I was trying to just get anything just trying to get money in my pocket, you know, basically. Gotcha. And where I come from, the background that my family comes from, you know, I come from Oaxaca, Mexico. With uh, our culture is very completely different to to um, to a lot of Mexico, and I, I say that without due respect because. You know, I'm, I, my girlfriend's from Jalisco, but she she mm. she notices it completely. From Jalisco? Yeah, she's okay. from Jalisco. Okay. And it's completely different in Oaxaca compared to your, to to other states. I you bet. know, it's, it's very different. And um, I say that because when I grew up, when I was growing up, my dad, as soon as I got a girl pregnant, it was just like he kicked me out. Oh, and wow. I think that's that's pretty common uh-huh. in most <laughs> you know um, Hispanics. Interesting. And um, it, it hurts, man. But you know, you have to learn how to grow up. Mm. You know, especially as a male. Um, but you have to learn how to grow up and just be like, fuck, well, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. You know, after he, he kicked me out, I was living with my friend for a couple months. Then I came back, but then I ended up leaving and it, it was a hard journey. But, um, back to basically the business we started, it, it's, it's, it's a family thing. Mm-hmm. All my family does painting. Okay. So from my uncles to my dad, they all have their to own, my cousin. They have their own business or do they no, work for a company? They, they work for a company. Okay. 
and how it started it was basically Asis painting came from my dad's name uh, he created the name mm. and it became Asis painting because where we're from the little city is called San Francisco Eagles and the 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 saint that they um, that they look uh, what is it uh, the saint that the town got its name from it's St. Francis of Assisi okay yeah so I have that actually tattered here oh, it looks nice <laughs> and um that's why it's, it's stuck. And mm. that's why right now we're going to our license um, progress. And that's why I haven't decided. Because you could change it. You mm-hmm. know? You, once you become a license, you could change your name. Usually mm. a lot of people go like, oh, I bought Gomez painting. Mm-hmm. Or they, they go with their last name. But I've decided to keep that just because cool. it started from him creating side jobs, mm-hmm. which I, I, I worked for a company for a long time. You know, I was working for uh, plenty of companies, just, you know, nine to five. Mm-hmm. Working on the weekends, we would do our side jobs. You know, we would contact people or whoever would call us, and we would do our side jobs. But it became to a point that it just kind of exploded. We mm. started getting too much work. Really? Out yeah. here in Ventura County? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So when, when, when did you guys actually start that you guys st- from this hustle? I would say it was 2017. 2017? 2017. Okay. 2000, uh, maybe mid-2016 to 2017. Mm. But 2017 is when it blew up. Mm. Sorry. And there, that's where basically the credit goes to my brother, man. Um, his story is, is a crazy story. Maybe one day you can have him here. He probably has a crazier story than I do. <laughs> uh, but, you know, he's the, first, he's the first born. Um, he's, my brother was kind of the guy that, you didn't want to be a, his friend when you're in high school. You know, he was always <laughs> hanging out with the bad kids. Oh. You know, he got suspended. He got expelled because he tried to kill someone. Oh wow! Yeah, you know, he was in the drugs. He was doing this and that. He was in and out of jail. I mean, I got suspended, yeah. but I never got expelled <laughs> or wanted to kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so he was, in, you know, in and out in jail, and like, you know, in the family, anybody, you know, they they just kind of saw him as like, you know, he's not gonna do it. Okay. He's a, he's a drunk of the family, mm-hmm. or he's whatever, you know. But it, it changed with him. In reality, he's the one that actually took the company to, like, he's the one that expanded the vision. Okay. He got connected with the right people. Kind like he some started, Gary V shit kind of thing? Yeah, kind of, kind of okay. stuff, man. He started getting <laughs> half a million dollar contracts. Mm. He started getting some big, comp- like, you know, he started getting in contact with big companies, big corporations, and just people that already had a name. Okay. Yeah. So you guys started directing towards commercial, yeah. and this was around 2017 when, 2017. You guys, when you guys started picking up more, um, more gigs. Yes. Right. That's interesting. That, that's cool then. So um, what about you? I mean, what made you decide to move forward with it and with him? It was during that time, during 2016 and 2017. At that time, it was um, two sections. It mm-hmm. was me and my dad and him by himself. Okay. Yeah. So... You know, when you're working with family, it's, it's, you know, there, there's a lot of conflict mm. sometimes and there's a lot of different ideas. It's mixed up, yeah, right? It's super mixed I mean, up. Business is family yeah. mixed up. And at that time, I had just gone in contact with Hilario. Mm. And, uh, Guerrero? Yeah, okay. Hilario Guerrero. Okay. So, you know, shout out to that guy. Well, at that time, you know, I had just learned about entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, you know, basically I was just working. You know, I just I was making decent money. Mm-hmm. I was already making fifty thousand a year. You know, I was doing okay. I wasn't, you know, at my age, I was like what twenty. Mm. So I was like, you know what? Like, I didn't really think much. I was just kind of thinking of taking care of my family. Right, right. right. And that time, um, I had, I actually, it's actually my um, my daughter's uncle that contacted me, mm-hmm. 
and he wanted me he wanted to sell me an insurance policy oh, okay. so you know i was just like yeah for sure you know i'll go help you out mm-hmm. so i go there and he sits down with me and then i meet Eladio. he mm-hmm. goes in and i'm like oh what's up Eladio? so we started talking and i ended up joining php okay and when I joined PHP, well, that was the same time that we had just started working for ourselves. Mm. So it was, uh, I was learning about entrepreneurship on, on PHP, and I was actually learning so much over here that I was using it for the business. Ah, yeah. okay, okay. And during so that, so you're learning some with with Hilario and them, and and then uh, you're incorporating it with your with your business with yeah, your brother, with, my, with yeah, with my family. Mm-hmm. With your family. So that's when it turned around. And it came to the decision when I started making my six figures, mm-hmm. when, you know, me and my brother, during that time, that was the first, the first year that I actually made 100K, okay. you know, and after that year, that's when I started realizing, you know, what, this actually makes money, you know, mm. and you, you start getting your research and, you know, construction and real estate, they're number four in actually, you know, creating mm. wealth. So I fell more in love with what I was doing with the painting, okay. just interacting with the uh, with the community, interacting mm-hmm. with the clients, um, you know, seeing a vision that they have, and we're able to, to actually uh, complete that vision for them in the house. Literally paint that yeah, vision. Literally, right? literally. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was great, man. It, it, the, the, that's what I think sold me the most, and especially you know being in business with my family. I think that was great, you know, uh, being in business with my brother, being able to you know drive. You know, because my commutes are pretty long. Mm. You know, they're sometimes one hour and a half, two mm-hmm. hours. But being able to be with him in a car, you know, having adventures, things that, you know, that we've been doing since we were a little kid. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, that was uh, that was the starting point of the company. And this year, we're pretty much renaming everything. Okay. We're rechanging anything because of that. Because okay. most of our contracts come from contractors. Mm. Most of our contracts, somebody's name is in front of it. Okay. You get makes me? sense. Makes sense. Yeah. We, we do, uh, you know, we're making six figures as a business and me and my brother are making six figures. But the thing is that our name is not getting out there. Okay. You know, it's always somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Someone and is assigning you. So yeah. like uh, if I'm, if maybe even a realtor, I hire a contractor yeah. and that contractor will, oh, well, I, I don't want to paint myself, so I'll just yeah. hire a painting company. So let's, let's, let's backtrack, right? Yeah. When you guys start getting all these gigs, like you said your brother, uh, your brother's name is? Elvis. Elvis? Yeah, yeah like Elvis. a singer. I okay. remember. <laughs> oh, I remember now. Elvis. So when Elvis began to pick up this contracts, do you, do you remember what the process he was doing like when he, when he came down to it? Like, like how was that at the time versus you know, when you guys were just starting off, like you said he was networking with big people, right? Yeah. Like did he set himself in a way where he was able to network with these big contractors or did someone get him intact with the contractors or how did that look like? Um, uh, for him, I think it's, uh, he was just putting himself out there, man. Mm-hmm. Um, any job site that we were, let's say, you know, we're working at here and there's someone painting, mm-hmm. you know, two, two houses down there and it's a general contractor. Or it's a superintendent. He would go up to them and, you know, be like, introduce himself. Mm-hmm. This is what I do. This is what I specialize in. And he would sell himself. Mm. And I think that's that, that's where we he be, made the big difference. Because mm-hmm. for a long time, it was always my dad. Mm. But my dad didn't, he doesn't speak English. Okay. He only speaks Spanish. So it, with my dad, the only way that he could represent his work is by him doing it. Doing and it, people right. saw, oh, like, he did a great job. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> But with my brother, it was like he sold himself. Mm. He sold himself, 
and you know craigslist and he's he's a union worker he's works for the union he's ran big companies so when he went out and talked to the guys he knew the lingo mm. you know he knew the the square footage of uh he knew just if you gave him like the blueprints he could give you a price on the spot okay and that's just it an estimate right and away. yeah right away that's badass and so when a contractor sees that and he was like at that time he was like 25 mm-hmm. 24 mm-hmm. they're like damn you know, this, guy's, this guy's impressive because one, he's he's Hispanic, you know he speaks English mm-hmm. and Spanish, and most of the time you know I don't want to be um, racist or stereotype, especially at the times right now. But most of the guys that are on top in these wealthy areas, the contractors, they're most of them are white, of course, and the laborers, well, the I mean, workers, yeah. <laughs> they're always Latinos, mm. yeah, they're always Mexican. So I, I think that's what kind of uh, put them pretty much. I, I think it makes sense because also yeah. as a contractor, I mean, I've worked with contractors as well. You know, they're very like, I mean, they worked hard. They could be an architect even if they yeah. wanted to be. So they worked hard for their type of knowledge. And, you know, so like they kind of, you know, they, they have to find ways to make the most out of the money. Maybe, maybe flip some houses based yeah. on what they're, what they're trying to do. But, but even then, just knowing that they don't have to delegate more communication skills into labor it just makes sense to like, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah. When you come out specialized like that, it really represents you. So then let's let's transition with a little about you. I mean, what was your role at the time, uh, back in 2017? Like, what, what kind of position you were in and what are you doing now? I think uh, my role at, at that time was expanding his vision. Mm. You know, at the... At, when I joined PHP, it just kind of exploded to me. Okay. You know, they sold entrepreneurship mm. and it just became like running your own business, mm. being your own boss, but, you know, establishing a system. And that's what I kind of sold to my brother, establishing a system. Because before, you know, in the construction industry and many people that are in the construction industry, it's very hard to, you know, put a system to, uh, for every single employee. Mm-hmm. You know, because everyone, you usually, you meet a lot of painters and they go to every single company. You know, they kind of just. Okay, they're more freelance. And yeah. Okay. So for him, I think it's just that. I think I was the one that anything that I was learning there, I was sending the vision to him. And anything that I was learning, he was just receiving. And it came to this year that we went full on together. We, we created a partnership. Mm-hmm. We're getting licensed. And, you know, there's big things coming for us. But uh, I think it was it, it was basically that. And, of course, you know, he had a lot of downs during of that course. process. You right. know, there's many things that, that took part um, through th- 2017 to 2020 mm-hmm. that he needed somebody like me to be there, f- you know, not just um, not just for business, but I think he needed someone to take some of, of uh, the stress, mm-hmm. you know, some of the stress or some of... Yeah, to, have a com- yeah. to have the space, yeah. to have the converse, the yeah. space, even just like having that space to have the conversation of yeah. like the things you go through. It's important because like oftentimes if, if it's kept in the back of our head as entrepreneurs, we will go crazy because yeah. we don't know what to do with it. And yeah. as speaking with other people, it makes us easier to contextualize and realize, oh, this is actually just a simple process. Yeah. You know, make it bigger than yeah. what it is, you know. So the, I'm, I'm glad that he got you to do that. Yeah. So what are you doing now in the sense of a partnership with him? Well, like, ba- what are some of your roles? Yeah, well, right now is basically I'm the, the one that's going to be creating the face of the company. Okay. You know, I'm going to be running the company. Um, 
Right now, I think in, I think that I took the full position of running the company now. He, I think, is more of an advisor to me, mm. you know. Uh, but but right now, I think we're working on things like this, like like me coming coming here to talk to you, mm-hmm. you know, having a dialogue with you. Um, that's something I don't think he would like to do. Okay. You know, he's, a very, he's not very yeah, social. He's, he's more not very social. Okay. I mean, and if he is, is you have to have you have you to have a couple of drinks with him, you know. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I feel you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it would have been nice, but um, is he older than you? Yeah, he is older. Okay, he's older. Yeah. Okay, so then uh, you mentioned some systems that you helped your brother do. Yeah. Can, can we talk a little about that? Like some yeah, systems for that sure, you're establishing for, sure. for a construction company. Let's, let's actually dive deep within the company. Okay. Right. Some of the systems that you you've incorporated. Okay. So. Uh, when I mentioned about the construction industry in general, like when you're working and you're on site, um, there's a lot of, uh, I don't know if, I, if I'm saying the word right, camaraderie. You know, there's okay. a lot of, you know, you get very close with the person mm-hmm. because even though he's your employee, but you get very close because you're on site. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when you're a five, you know, employee company, you get very personal with okay. them. And sometimes I think with what, with what happened with us, and I, I would say for myself too, is that sometimes it's like you forget that you're 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 the boss mm-hmm. because you take it, you take the job like you know I take it as I'm an employee of mm-hmm. of our company. He's an employee of our company. Mm-hmm. We have to set the example, and sometimes we forget about that. You know, there's no systems. And when I say that, is that you know there's too much foolishness. You know, oh, you're messing okay. around. Okay. You're, you're okay. You know, you're talking shit mm-hmm. or you're freaking um sometimes you're, you're getting very competitive <laughs> yeah, with the yeah, guy yeah, 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 you know yeah. and uh, you with him mostly with him is like he doesn't know when to stop mm. it's like he doesn't know where it's like the, the boundaries line, the, okay. the boundary knowing the fact that you're the boss mm-hmm. and there's a boundary to say and they you know, might even step over you kind yeah. of maybe yeah i think that, that that's it but uh, other than that just uh taking account of um your products you know, like when you're buying paint, mm. um, making sure that you are keeping record of every single okay. thing until like plastic. Taking tape, inventory, yeah, basically. Inventory, yeah. That, you know, um, being with the employees, you know, getting to know them, understanding what they need, also hearing them out. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times when you're working with them, you pressure them, you pressure them, you're pressuring them. And uh, sometimes these guys, you know, uh, most of the time, uh, a big percentage, you know, are Hispanic and some of them don't even speak English. Mm. You know, they're most of the time. Right, right, right. They're kind of, um, they just speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure you, you create a, a relationship, but you create a system and a great team. You know, I think that's the most important thing. Because, I can see where you got yeah. that from, right? Especially. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense, right? Yeah. And, and I think the main thing that I'm seeing that you're highlighting is culture. Yeah. You know, I mean, when it comes down to it, yes, I think it's important to have a sense of relationship where there's more dynamicness that can be involved in your team, you know, but also to establish boundaries that don't allow them to do whatever they want, you know. So, yeah. like, like having an intentional goal, yeah. you know, but not so robotic. Like, I, I yeah, I yeah. fucks with that hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so for, for myself, you know, I, I think um, w- with me and him, I think even like you know social media, mm-hmm. just putting ourselves out there. Like he doesn't want to do that, mm. you know. Just it's complex. Yeah, yeah. yeah his is a little. <laughs> um, because most of a most of our work has been contracted to contractor. Mm. You know, um, most of these guys don't even have a social media. Okay. Most of these guys don't want to put a platform up. Mm-hmm. And the bigger companies that I've seen, that you want to shadow, 
they do that. Mm. You know, they have a platform that they, you know what, they have a social media and their following is pretty big mm-hmm. and they're creating um, a culture. You know, everybody knows them. You know, you, 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 you meet a painter that's a, a well-rounded painter and you ask them, you know, what companies have you worked for? Mm-hmm. And you immediately hear a couple, you know, top three. You know, it's like boom, boom, boom. Mm. And you ask them, like, well, how are they ran? And they have a system. Mm-hmm. They work a different way. You know, they work like how I see it is like, and I, I'm a reference, um, network marketing is how they see it is, you know, you know, they say it's a pyramid scheme, yeah, like yeah. a little pyramid, right? <laughs> and it's basically it, you know, <laughs> you know what is, you don't want, you, you don't want to see it that way, but that's how it basically is. But it's no scheme, man. Um, so the, the how they set it up to be like that and that's what's making them the you know a bigger company you know and i think that's what me and him want to create mm. you know uh, because in our family no one's doing it okay and in our community not a lot of people are doing it okay you know to, to recontextualize i think i think what i'm hearing is that you're looking to find a way to be to be to create an organization where yes you guys are basically handling it yeah you know because yeah. you know i mean I mean, you could look at any corporate to be ladders too right based yeah. on how you see it <laughs> so uh also um so w- with that being said i mean you kind of already mentioned how you guys got your word out most of it was contracts from you know referrals i would yeah. even say right um how how else are you guys spreading your your word on your business right now uh, right now is mm-hmm. you know i'm working on social media okay. um trying to that, that, that's basically it. like right now for me for myself is i'm trying to seek out help okay you know i'm trying to seek out people that are doing it mm. you know like that's why i seek out you know people like you and other people that's why i seek out because i know that i need a lot of help mm-hmm. or i need a lot of i see a lot of you know my blind spots mm. and i'm trying to fill that in mm-hmm. and i think that's what i i have seen in him and i think that's what he needed mm. you know he didn't see his blind spots he didn't see how he was treating people. He didn't see how he was running the company. Right, right, right. Know, Because he went from making 600000 in a year to right now, you know, to the next year, making 200000 Oh, okay. Yeah. So it, how does that happen? And then the next year, making, you know, uh, less than that. Mm. So we want to make sure fill that... Fill in the holes, right? Yeah, fill in the holes. Okay. That makes sense. And what was I going to ask you? Anyways, I'll, I'll jump into that later on. So, I mean, just out of curiosity, Abad, um, yeah. you mentioned some of your marketing techniques is building that social media. I mean, it's a difficult thing, and I know you, you wanted to talk about it, too, with, on, later on. Um, when you guys are setting up contracts, do you guys do it in a way where it's set up to keep you guys in working with them? Or is it just like, or how, how do you guys set up your contracts with, you know, contractors? Uh, right now... Um how we set up contracts with contractors is pretty much um, it's uh, uh, with the contracts you can't really it's basically it's like you just communicate with them mm-hmm. and when it's the contract set down uh, the thing is that that's what when I say I want to put my, my face on there is because they do a contract with the owner mm-hmm. so it's like you know you, you hire me mm-hmm. and I hire the painter mm-hmm. right so with them it's um it's a it's a different contract mm. you know i don't invoice them right, 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 it's right. all verbal you know mm-hmm. and that's when it gets kind of iffy mm. you know because you never know 
I mean, I know that the, the contractors that we've been working for, that you know, they've been constantly paying us, mm-hmm. and we we have that. created a great relationship with them, and they love us, and we love them, and you know, we we go out with them, and you know, uh, we've met their families and everything. Right, you right, know, right. So it's it's a great relationship, but um, you want to make sure that you're creating that direct contract with the owners or with the bigger contractor, mm. you know, with the builders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that's what I, I want help in. Mm. That's How do you I, get those people, the contractors, yeah. the realtors, the f- yeah. investors maybe even, right? Like yeah. someone that you can build a relationship and you being someone that they can rely on as a company. Yes. Love yeah. it. Okay, cool, cool. So, I mean, uh, does, does that mean you're also trying to get, li- you said you're trying to get licensed, right? Because yeah. I know I'll being be a licensed. contractor takes some time depending on what kind of infrastructure you're trying to build. Yeah. Right, just like classes and yeah. stuff you can pick on. Okay, that's cool. So that that'll be dope because it'll definitely you know take the middleman out, and then you guys can start you know profiting out of like the real you know yeah. mar- pro- profit margins. So with that being said, I mean, uh, what for yourself? What let's let's talk a little about your vision on for this business. What, yeah. what does that look like in the next couple of years? So my vision for the company is uh, we're ha- we want to have five locations. Mm, okay. We, we want to have uh, five offices. We want to have over 250 employees. Oh, wow. And, and that, that's our vision. Nice. And that's our, our five to ten. And we've talked about this mm-hmm. multiple times, me and my brother. You know, right now, I think um, we've seen what it takes, you know, because um, I, it's, it's, it's what, what they say, you know, the saying says, you know, the first time you do it, you get lucky. Mm. The first, the second time is kind of, you're, you're, okay, maybe you're doing it. Right, right, But right. the third time. That's when you know somebody's actually doing uh, it. And I want to be able to have that feeling. Okay. Because it's like the first time, you know, we made six figures, but the next year we didn't. Mm. You know, and this year, you know, we're, we're back on track and we're making it happen. But I want the same mistakes that we did to happen next year. Mm. You get me? And uh, I, I think that, that that's, that's probably right now. I think that's my main goal is to make sure that I we we look at the blind spots that we're having mm-hmm. and so we could create that vision because it's, it's a long-term vision. Of course. Yeah. Absolutely. And uh, one thing I've learned is, you know, to, to be patient. Mm, uh, same once, here. Yeah. That's once something you, I'm <laughs> still learning. <laughs> yeah, uh, once you have kids, man, you, just bec- you start learning how to become patient because there's a lot of things I think that not a lot of people talk about, mm. you know, not a lot of people talk about because I've heard a couple of your podcasts and, uh, you. you know, I hear a lot of the things, but the, those are specific questions that kind of trigger person, mm-hmm. you know, it's like I've made six figures, mm. but you know, one thing is the six figures, but a lot of the times, and I'll tell you this story because I've hear, I hear it with my brother, you know, he made six figures. And then after that, you know, he just kind of hit down mm-hmm. and he lost a lot of money mm. and he threw a lot of money. Mm. And a lot of the people, you tell them a story like that and they always tell you, Oh, if it was me, I would have done it different. Oh. If it was me, um, I would have saved it this way. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people that create content, a lot of people that, uh, you know, they're putting themselves out there on social media. But you ask them, like, well, have you made six figures? Mm-hmm. And they tell you no. So then how are you going to tell me that? Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm not trying to be a dick. <laughs> but honestly, like, once you get to that point, you know, everything changes. You know, a lot of things changes. And, like, to take yourself to the next level to make, uh, you know, from 100k to 200k to mm-hmm. 300k 
Like it needs a different you. Mm. It needs a different level of you. It needs a different focus of you. And it needs a lot of the things that are, are just going to be greater from you. Mm -hmm. And I think with my brother and us, that's what I think he needed from me. Because nobody tells you like when you're stressing out, mm -hmm. when you have to pay 20 employees and your payroll a month is 50000 mm -hmm. you know. And, and nobody tells you how the fuck do you go to sleep yeah yeah, yeah. You know, how do you go to sleep you know sometimes like for me and, and him during covid you know you run your own business you know i i didn't get no you know, the what is it stimulus check mm -hmm. i didn't get no freaking respect uh, no, no, i didn't get none of that stuff i didn't get nothing you created your own yeah paycheck. i created my own so but you're always thinking at night you know i have two kids i have family you know, you're always thinking like, oh, what's going to happen? Mm -hmm. You know, and nobody wants to talk about it. Right, right, right. But those are the thoughts that, you know, entrepreneurs mm -hmm. and people that are want to make, uh, you know, that vision mm -hmm. go bigger. You you go there, mm -hmm. you know. And I think um, a lot of the times you need somebody. Exactly. You need somebody to be like, you know what, um, uh, do you feel this way? And and you need somebody to tell you, you know what, nah, it's going to get better. That yeah. Create that sense of reassurance. Yeah, yeah it's important. Yeah. yeah, especially. Or even just like I said, yeah. having that space to to talk about it, to materialize, you know, the mental problems when it comes down to it. But even then, you're, you're, just, you're touching on a point that um, you mentioned, which is, you know, some people will say things like, oh, if I had six figures, I would do this, but they've never really stepped on it, which shows a lot of people tend to be very, you know, opinionated yeah. versus action-oriented. And even then, you know, you're saying what goes through that that people don't really get involved in which is the stress the struggles the yeah. constant pain so transitioning into that Aban, you mentioned there's some things that you go through as an entrepreneur mm -hmm. as you know problems but you know in order for you to be able to kept up with this any regular person who doesn't take it on proactively will probably go into depression or something like you know self-esteem yeah. attached there's some ways that entrepreneurs i believe you know that makes us or even any people who are in greatness you know stepping into greatness they do things to make themselves yeah. think proactively yeah. what, what are some things that you do to keep yourself on top of the game um most of the time i read okay. i read a lot i mean uh i think right book? now right now I'm, I'm reading my my next five moves oh Patrick me too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and one of the questions that hit me that hit me great and i think uh that's very important to any of the listeners that are listening uh, is who do you want to be? Mm. And, you know, and I think that's the first chapter. And it hit me so hard because I'm just kind of like, in my head is like, well, I, I know what I want to be. But the questions that he asked, that Patrick asked in that, you know, in that whole section, mm -hmm. he keeps on asking you, you know, who do you want to be? And it's, it's, it's be? not just like, uh, like position-wise. Yeah. It's like, who do you see yourself as a character? Like, what values, what traits, yeah. what kind of person? Are you hungry? Are you, like, going? Are you... Are you relentless? Like that type of question. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think um, he touched a great topic when he used an example of his friend that, you know, he kind of just wants to sleep in a little bit. And he just want to make, you know, six figures and, you know, show up to his son's baseball game. Mm -hmm. He'll be happy. Right. And I think a lot of people, you know, they want to be competing with the next, the next person. Mm. You know, anybody that wants to create greatness, uh, you know, for myself, I have two children. I mean, for your goals, maybe it's different. You know, I, I don't know if you have any family or anything, but you're you're probably you're probably single, right? Yeah. Or like you know, I don't you know, have kids. You, you have any kids? Uh, so it, your mindset's totally different. You don't have to think about it. You, don't you could right now, if you wanted to, you could leave to Florida, and that's it. Mm -hmm. Like um, one of my friends, Edgar, he he took off. Yeah. yeah. You know, you he took friends. off, and it's like, 
if I wanted to do that, it's like, man, well, how am I going to do it? Exactly. You know, my, their moms are here. My kids are here. I leave. It, it's, it's a struggle. So I think, I think that's the most important thing, um, you know, learning and uh, evaluating who you really want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I think uh, I, I think that's a great topic that he touched on, and I think that right now I um, that's one thing that I that I question myself mm-hmm. a lot of the times. But reading is is going to be one of the biggest things, uh, exercising, um, and uh, getting in contact with people. I think that getting in contact with people like yourself, like-minded people you. that are there that have uh, an intention to just create themselves re- or recreate themselves. You know, be the best version yeah, of be, be the best version of whatever they do, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of the times, you know, we're stuck on Instagram and a lot of people, you could tell who's who's sending you a fake life and who's telling you a real life, sure. you know, who's showing you like, oh, damn, this guy, like he wakes up every single morning. Yeah. And like at five in the morning, he's working out every single mm-hmm. day. You're seeing their story and they're putting on and, you know, going with the intention without being hateful, or, you know, having an uh, intention of judging. Mm-hmm. When you go with that intention of you and be like, you know. And that's how I see it. It's like, if you see a guy that's working hard, um, you're kind of like, damn, how's he doing it? <laughs> you know, like, how's that guy doing it? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, you wonder, how's he doing it? Yeah. You know, like, how does he do it? Wake up at, you know, five in the morning, right, five right, in the right. morning. How does he work out every single day, you know? Yeah. Uh, but um, even like that, working out and stuff. But yeah, keeping yourself uh, and having a great relationship too, man. Um, I have a girlfriend and every every night, you know, we go to sleep. And she's very supportive. You know, she, we talk. And um, she supports what I want to do. She supports the late it's nights. Good. It's good. Because I've worked from Monday <laughs> to Sunday. I've worked nights and nights. And she's so supportive mm-hmm. about it. And uh, she knows what I want to become. And I think uh, that, that's, that's awesome. probably one of the greatest things, too. That's awesome. Yeah. That's definitely a, an asset when it comes down to oh, yeah. something that adds value to your life. Cool, man. Thanks for sharing that. And I totally agree, you know, being surrounded by the right people, you know. So what would you think has been the most rewarding out of your venture as an entrepreneur? The most rewarding for me is, uh, uh, you know, just meeting people. I think that's the most rewarding, meeting people every single site that I go to. I meet Mm -hmm. a new person and hearing their story, Mm. you know, because most of the time I I spend my time with the 1%. Mm. You know, I spend in their homes, you know. Yeah, yeah. $100 $100 million homes. Mm-hmm. I've painted them. $3 million homes, $5 million homes. A lot of these homes, they're like super huge. Right, you right, you right. want to know like who's there. Mm-hmm. You, know, you want to know who's there. Um, I painted Sylvester Stallone's first wife. How oh, well. You know, I painted, uh, my brother painted, uh, Jeff, uh, what is it? Jennifer Garner. Je- uh, I am I bad I with celebrities. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we painted a couple of celebrities' homes. But other than that, uh, the Weinstein, the, the CEO of the Weinstein Company. Okay. Um, and it's interesting to see how they live their life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. Like, uh, you know, sometimes you go in there, and when you're you have such big goals, and you see like what they, you mm-hmm. know, how they design their it just, house. It just expands as expand, possible yeah. for you, right? And then when yeah. you talk to them, you, you start realizing they're they're no different than mm-hmm. you. They're no different than you. They just. They just, did things they just did things based different based on how yeah. they thought for themselves who yeah. they wanted to be, yeah. right? Yeah, because there's some guys that are super simple. I've met like pretty shitty millionaires and you know, the most simple guys that just wear a t shirt. Mm. They, they don't they could care less. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, no, don't care about no social validation. Yeah. They're there for their family. That's cool, man. Thanks for sharing that. So for anybody listening, on entrepreneurs, you're you know, 
this sex subsection is meant to highlight, you know, the challenges and struggles and upbringings that entrepreneurs are coming out, especially in our age, we're in our prime. For anybody listening, what do you have anything that you might want to mention or anything you want to say? Yeah, uh, uh, I, I think um, the most important thing is that, you know, that, that question that I, that I mentioned earlier is uh, clarifying what you really want to do. You know, uh, most of us, uh, because, uh, you know, I base it off my information of what we've been through and how I've already touched, you know, a, a stepping point, you know, making six figures at a point I thought it was going to be impossible. Mm. In reality, you know, you only have to make $8,400 a month, it's which true. is now, now that, you know, I'm doing it, I see it like, fuck, that's so, just a small mm-hmm. amount, you know, the medium to be in middle America here in California, you have to make, six, six. yeah, you have to make 235,000. Uh, yeah, I just looked it up yesterday and yeah, to be in the middle class America mm. as a family of four, you, you think about it like that. You're like, wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. We're talking about California <laughs> or other states? You know, California. Oh, California. Yeah, in California. Yeah, yeah. I guess yeah, that's that makes most of us pretty poor then. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, when that comes, I mean, push comes to shove. You just find different ways to adapt, maybe live in a different state to live cheaper and then grow your income, right? There's opportunities that you got to consider when it comes down to it. So um, with that being said, I mean, is there anything else that you might want to mention that you're looking forward to that we can hear from you, you know? I mean, besides, you know, you expanding your company, it's not like you're scaling to the point where, okay, you're taking it aggressively seriously yeah um i'm I'm just for for here um i'm looking forward for the next five years man because honestly the 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 future looks very bright for us you know us as millennials uh you know a lot of people don't understand how how Mm. great this country is and how great of opportunity we have here and um you know how many how many things that we can do you know the kids are becoming millionaires on youtube that's freaking crazy you know, uh, but, uh, you know, for anybody that's listening, I think that that's the, the, the most clear question is probably like, you know, be, be clear on what you want to be, mm-hmm. you know, and not, stop competing with anybody else that's doing good, you know, stop being envious about anybody's mm-hmm. success, you know, um, be happy for people, support local businesses, support anybody, and uh, get your information before you say anything, okay. you know, I think that's probably, you know. Powerful, powerful stuff. All right, cool. And um, where can you be found for anybody listening? I'm um, on Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Um, Facebook, Abad Gomez, mm-hmm. A-B-A-D. Mm-hmm. And uh, Instagram, Abad.ThePainter. Okay. Does that mean you're going to be starting a new Instagram for ACS? I don't know, man. I just, okay. right well, now I'm still. We'll, we'll talk about we'll that. We'll talk then. about that. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, I think we'll wrapping it up for, any, for the episode. Uh, for anybody listening, thanks for tuning in for September's. Biz Talk Rise. You heard it here. We featured Abad Gomez with Assist Painting to talk about his ventures. Hope you guys enjoyed it. If you did, please share it with somebody. Like, comment, you know, um, give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Any people you might be interested in listening to. Uh, other than that, hope you guys enjoy the rest of your weekend or day. Thanks again. Have a great, have a great night.